Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Everyone's favorite time of the year is right around the corner. College football season. To celebrate, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new players in the center of the action with $200 in free bets instantly if you bet $1 or more on any college football game. Take advantage of this limited-time offer right now. You heard right. DraftKings is giving all new players $200 freaking dollars in free bets instantly when you place a bet of $1 or more on any college football game, no matter what. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now to check out all of the great promotions and daily odd boosts that they are offering. DraftKings Sportsbook is safe, secure, and reliable, located right here in the United States. So it's easy to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the Tra- down. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any college football game. That's promo code THPN to get your free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WIT-I-T. Welcome to New York. Attention fans, this is the Devil's State of Mind podcast, brought to you by the Hockey Podcast Network. Now here's your host, Neil Villapiano! Devils fans, it is once again your boy Neil Villapiano, and welcome to another edition of the Devils State of Mind podcast, right here exclusively on the Hockey Podcast Network, the best place as always to get the most up to date news, topics, discussions, and so much more about your New Jersey Devils. I hope you guys are having a fantastic day wherever you're listening to this episode. Thank you guys, as always, for taking some time out of your day 
to check these episodes out. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. This episode, like all, are sponsored by the great people at DraftKings Sportsbook. Folks, we have a very special guest joining us here on this edition of the Devil State of Mind podcast. We haven't had a guest in a while, last time I checked, but you know what? I always love having people on, and it's not just you know people within the Devils organization or former players. It's also the fans, because like I've said to you guys before, this podcast is for the fans by a fan. And today, I'm joined by somebody who is now a new fan of the New Jersey Devils, considering the fact that he is a massive Ryan Graves fan. As we all know, Ryan Graves was acquired about almost two months ago by the New Jersey Devils from the Colorado Avalanche. He is actually the owner of the Ryan Graves fan page at Finn Page Graves on Twitter and also on Instagram. It is with great pleasure to welcome on Mr. Alan Cosman. Alan, welcome to the Devil's State of Mind podcast. First and foremost, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm great, man. We're really excited to have you on and, you know, to talk a little bit of hockey. And obviously you're still getting uh, introduced to the Devil's community and I can speak, I feel like I can speak for everybody saying that we're really excited to uh, to welcome you on as another member of this Devils family. We are we are super excited to uh, to have you on for this ride. And I think you joined uh, the Devils fan base at the right time, considering everything that's going on. Uh, I totally agree with that one. Definitely. Awesome. Yeah, 100%. So my first question to you right off the bat, because I think a lot of people would like to know, how did you become a fan, such a big fan of now new New Jersey Devils defenseman Ryan Graves? Um, well, I'm from Ryan Graves' hometown of Yarmouth, Nova Scotia. Um, I actually met him at a gym, my friend's gym in Yarmouth, um, back when he was playing in junior, one of his two years that he went to the Memorial Cup. He came down summer vacation and he was, I think he went to train at the gym a few times or he talked to my friend anyway. And I happened to be there and I, I, I met him, seen how, how humble and, and uh, just how great his attitude was. And I mean, you've seen that on, on the, the interviews he's done with the Devils and, right. and all the interviews he ever did with the Colorado Avalanche. He's a humble kid. He, he knows his roots. He doesn't forget them. And he knows he's going to work for everything he has. So I kind of took that attitude and said, look, man, this, this guy is great. This is awesome. And I had all the confidence in the world with that attitude that it was going to get him farther than maybe even his skill did. And I think he would, he would say that himself. Yeah. That he come, he's come a long way from his junior days. Yeah, he's certainly been a very, very good defenseman. Uh, the Devils, particularly Tom Fitzgerald, said – when they were talking about him after they acquired him, that they had basically been on his radar for a couple of years, um, even before Fitzgerald became the general manager of the Devils, that they were talking about Ryan Graves. And obviously, you know, ob you know, we like rubbing salt in the wound to any opportunity against the Rangers. Him being a former <laughs> Ranger and obviously now coming here uh, is pretty awesome. Um, and obviously what he did in Colorado is certainly been really impressive. And I've had the chance to watch him play several times. And I'm definitely impressed with the type of defenseman that he is. And obviously, and when I saw, um, according to one of the hockey pages, that um, his analytic numbers combined with now uh, also newly acquired defenseman Dougie Hamilton is actually combined for the best uh, defensive pairing in the National Hockey League, which is kind of a, it's kind of a crazy thing to go from having 
arguably one of the worst defenses in hockey to on paper, at least having one of the more impressive uh, top pairings in the NHL. That's something to be very excited about. My next question to you um, is simply this. What made you decide that you wanted to start this fan page? And it looks like it said you established back in 2013. So you've had it for quite some time. Um, what made you decide to, uh, to create this page? Actually, I wasn't a creator of the page. Um, uh, another local Yarmouth uh, guy, about a little younger than me, named Ryan Sonier. He, he started the page on Facebook back in 2013. It was right around draft day after he got drafted by the Rangers. Mm-hmm. And as Ryan started moving along and moving up the ranks through the AHL and then getting into the NHL, I started following him that much closer and started putting stats and everything in, just, just following him game by game once I knew he got called up to the Avalanche. Right. Um, actually, I was really pumped when he went to the Avalanche because I really didn't want to follow the Rangers. I, <laughs> I mean, I, I like Brian Leach. Don't get me wrong, and, and Mike Richter, and 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 that that those guys back in yeah. the nineties. I really liked them guys. You, you couldn't, and Mark Messier. Mm. But uh, I mean, I, I was glad when he got to the Avs. So yeah. I, I I used to just forward information to to Ryan Sonia and. He's he got the 2,000 followers on Facebook. He just did that by just putting out things here and there. He didn't put yeah. out a whole lot of content on his Facebook page. And he said, Alan, he said, do you want to come on and help me? He said, "There's we made it to 2,000 likes on our, on our page. And you seem to be putting a lot of information in my hands. So he's like, why don't you come on? So I said, yeah, I'd love to. And we, uh, we started to create a little bit of content. Uh, we both like to kind of to make things online. He was a DJ. He used to do some stuff with the, our local Yarmouth Mariners um, uh, team. And Very cool. So he ended up passing away um, about eight months later, which would have been mm. last September. He was a lifelong, he had uh, cystic fibrosis his whole life. And he kind of, it, it just kind of crept up and he went into the hospital like he did a lot of times. And then he didn't come out this time. So unfortunately, uh, I mean, not like it was a, a majorly followed website or anything, but unfortunately yeah. I left the page in my hands and we had just started Twitter and we just started growing a little bit more, but mm-hmm. I I've taken it on and I, there's, there's me left. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> our thoughts and prayers are obviously, you know, with you and his family and everybody, um, obviously just no matter what type of disease, it's obviously very unfortunate. Um, I know for me personally, I just lost a family friend literally today, uh, the day that I'm recording this, um, due to complications, I believe with, uh, with cancer. So, um, you know, it's wow. obviously yeah. it, it's, it's difficult to lose anybody, especially people that you're close with, but, um, uh, all of our thoughts and prayers go to you guys, uh, during that difficult time, but to kind of continue on talking about, you know, the page, I guess my next question to you is simply this. Um, what has been your favorite part about being the owner of these pages and being able to, you know, put more of a notice on a guy like Ryan Graves, you know, obviously no knock on Ryan Graves, but I'm, I'm sure to the average sports fan 
or even maybe to the average hockey fan, they may not know Ryan Graves that well. And the fact that you've been able to, you know, promote him and obviously now being part of Devils help promote the Devils community has, has been phenomenal. But what has been your favorite part about this whole journey that you've been on? Um, meeting, meeting the other fans. Um, like I said, with, uh, with the Colorado Avalanche, I mean, they were a great fan base. I met, um, I, I got close to the Locked On Avalanche um, podcaster and met a whole bunch of friends through him and through actually fans of Connor McGahee, who's the radio play-by-play guy. Um, there's There's been some really close friendships that have been made that way. And like going to the Devils now, yeah. um, I've made close relationships with that we talk a couple times a week with, with you and with some yeah. other people. Um, it's, it's just, you guys have been really, the devil's fan base has been really welcoming to the Ryan Gray's fan page. And like I said, I'm, I'm going to be helping share your stuff as well as I, you. you guys have helped me share my stuff. It's, it's kind of a win-win for everybody. We all kind of make a community and we help each other out and we help each other rise. It's that's, that's the best part is the community that, that yeah. this stuff creates. Yeah, I, I can agree with that same feeling 100%. You know, I started the Devil's State of Mind podcast back on July 1st of 2020. Um, wow. And I've now had it for well over a year now. And the amount of, you know, support that I've gotten from, from people and the amount of people that I've met, um, you know, whether it's players, fans, uh, people within the organization, it's been phenomenal. And one of the things that I could definitely say with confidence that, um, you know, and yeah, this may sound biased, but the New Jersey Devils, fan base community is one of the strongest in national hockey league. We're very, very passionate about our team. And we always love to accept more fans. Whenever somebody says they want to become a fan of the devils, we welcome them with open arms because we, we absolutely love it. And I remember when you, you know, when Ryan Graves got traded, um, you were one of the first uh, people that spoke about Ryan Graves coming to the devils. And that was kind of a, a big thing. And a lot of, and I saw a lot of people reach out to you saying that they would miss you from the abs, um, from the abs fan base. And then I saw the outpouring of, uh, of welcoming from devil's fans all around. And, and, and that's just what you get. And, and I hope you get the chance to come to New Jersey and come to the rock because, um, you know, social media is one thing, but meeting these guys in person and hanging out with them is absolutely phenomenal. And so I'm glad that we've been able to make this transition for you a good one. And we hope to continue this, uh, this really, really awesome partnership moving forward. Now, we are recording this on August 17th, 2021. By the time you guys are listening to this interview, it will be a year and, it, uh, excuse me, a month <laughs> and a day since Ryan Graves was traded from the Colorado Avalanche to the New Jersey Devils in exchange for Mikhail Maltsev and a draft pick, which I don't have on me at the moment, but that's okay. Um, my, first, my, my question to you, Alan, is this. What was your initial reaction to hearing that Graves was getting traded? Because when, when we were, when, once the trade happened, we had kind of heard that, you know, Colorado was in a difficult spot because they were trying to figure out who they were going to protect for the expansion draft. And it looked like that unless Graves would be, you know, was going to get moved, he was going to be the one that was going to get left unprotected by Colorado in the expansion draft. And there might've been a chance that uh, Seattle took him. Now, Considering what Seattle did in the expansion draft, maybe they wouldn't have taken him. But that's besides the point. Um, you know, the Devils made a move to acquire him, and they did. But what was your initial reaction when you heard about um, Graves being traded to New Jersey? 
<laughs> I was actually in my truck coming back from the grocery store and uh, my brother-in-law texted me and actually, no, sorry, a friend sent me a message, a picture message, I guess it would have been, he screenshotted the tree, but I didn't right. know because it just, it just said image on my truck. It didn't give me any, any of course, any text. Right. So when I played that back, that's all it said. And then my brother-in-law texted me like within a minute or two, he said, I guess you're a devil's fan now. And I knew right then and there what the first text was and what the second text meant. So it was, it threw me for a big loop because I was probably 90% sure that I was going to be switching my brand to the, to the Kraken colors. Right. Mm. So teal and, and blue. Yeah. And, uh, well, I guess not. It's going to be red and black, which I'm actually quite happy for because obviously Seattle is further west. It would have been even later games. And now we're sure. coming to the next time zone over. So right. it's going to be great. And a lot closer to travel to, like March 20, uh, March 8th, I think, is the game yeah. against the Colorado Avalanche that yeah. we're hoping to get to So in person. Yeah, I mean... I think it was around this time of the day also when the Devils made the trade. I remember I was sitting at my computer doing some stuff and I think I was preparing for an episode and then I look at my phone and, it's, and the, you know, the Devils tweeted out and it said trade alert. And I go, Oh, here we go. And actually I know people are going to laugh, but I actually thought it was a PK Subban trade. I was like, well, this is coming. I think we kind of figured this was coming, but then I looked and it said, <laughs> no, the Devils acquired defenseman Ryan Graves from Colorado for Mikel Baltsev and a pick. And I said, Wait, Ryan Graves, I've heard of that name before because I, you know, because I've, you know, obviously being a hockey fan, you watch a lot of games and, you know, I watched him. I particularly watched him in the outdoor game against, I want to say it was Vegas um, yep. this year. And he played pretty well in that game. Um, and I remember like looking at him and, and I've seen him play before. And defensively, I look at Graves and I say, this guy is really good, particularly at blocking shots. And that's something that yes. we lack. Right. And that is something that the Devils lacked last year and they've lacked in years past. So getting a guy like Ryan Graves, he's not going to put up a lot of offense, but he's certainly going to help us on the defensive side and possibly being paired with Dougie Hamilton with Dougie Hamilton being more of the offensive defenseman, I think is a good balance between the two, but getting Ryan Graves, I don't think the Devils, you know, obviously we knew about the expectations for free agency when it came to trades, obviously it's always a crapshoot. We have no idea what moves the Devils might make. So when the Devils made that, it was like, great. But I think the reason why probably some Devils fans were not entirely thrilled was because they were hoping that this was not the only move the Devils would make all offseason. Because in years past, which, Alan, I don't know if you've uh, been told about, but in years past, we usually are in a lot of rumors, but we don't actually make a whole lot of moves. So it gets kind of frustrating when we make one or two moves and that's about it. And it's like, okay, we still have a crap load of cap space. But now that these other moves have happened, you know, getting Dougie Hamilton, getting Jonathan Bernier, getting Tomas Tatar, you know, adding on what we've already, what we already have to the roster and then putting in Ryan Graves, this move actually looks even better considering what he can bring to the left side of the defense moving forward. So obviously getting Ryan Graves is really good. And I remember when he was talking to the media, one of the things that he said was, He's not considered to be a vocal leader. He's more of a guy that leads by example on the ice. And I think that that's an important thing um, that the Devils need, not just guys in the locker room that are going to speak up, but guys on the ice that are going to perform. And he's coming from a very successful team in the Colorado Avalanche, coming to a Devils team that is still a little bit away from competing for a Stanley Cup. Now, 
My next question to you, Alan, is this. After looking at what the Devils have done this offseason, other than obviously getting Ryan Graves, in your opinion, since obviously you've just started becoming a Devils fan, how, how would you grade the Devils offseason as a whole? Because to me, I feel like this has been one of the best offseasons we've had in quite some time. Uh, for sure. Um, just hearing the hearing the problems that, that were arising in the last year or two with you guys, like listening to listening to different podcasts, yours and, and a few others, and even hearing the Devils podcast itself um, with their their radio or their their television personalities. Yep. Um, it it's it's and knowing Dougie Hamilton and what he brings. Um, knowing actually, I follow uh, I follow Mackenzie Blackwood. He's on my fantasy team, and I've had him for a couple of years now, and I actually really like him a lot. So, knowing what happened last year, and then the COVID hits and everything. Right. Um, I'm, I'm actually really pumped to see what they're going to do and what these guys are going to bring to improve the roster. And yeah. I can't see it being, it's, it's, it's only up from here. Um, I don't know how far up, but I can see this turning into um, a fringe playoff team, like getting into the playoffs. Like people are saying, I, I 100% agree that this could happen. I mean, I've never really watched them play, but with these additions, I mean, like you said, you guys needed somebody to back Blackwood up. You have that Bernier's, Bernier's that good one B goalie. Yeah. Um, I mean, Dougie Hamilton. Well, he's he's an older version of a Kale McCarr almost. Uh, Graves. Well, of course we know what he brings, and I can add to that a little later. Yeah. And Tatar, they they wanted that they wanted that uh, extra forward to make their forward depth even better. Well, they got that with Thomas Tatar. Yeah. He's also somebody that I've had on fantasy sports. Um, I'm really happy with the additions they brought in to, to help make Graves even better as well as the team better. So it, it's a win-win for, for me as well as the Devils. I mean, <clears throat> I mean, you can't, you can't argue with what the Devils have done. I think a lot of people, when they've spoken about the Devils the last couple of weeks, a lot of people agree that they were probably – the most improved team this offseason, considering the cap space and what, what we needed to add to this team moving forward. Now, is this a team that's going to go compete for Stanley Cup this year? No. Is this a team, though, that could very well, like you said, be a fringe playoff team? I think that that's a good possibility. And I think when you look at the way the Metropolitan Division decided to go absolutely nuts with the amount of head-scratching moves that were made uh, from the <laughs> Rangers, the Flyers, um, you know, the Capitals to a lesser extent, you look at all those teams, the most improved team out of all of them has to be the Devils. And I don't think there's anybody that can argue that considering what we have. And, you know, obviously getting the likes of Ryan Graves, getting the likes of Dougie Hamilton and other guys like that just shows you that this team is willing, is now ready to take that next step to remove themselves from, you know, being a rebuilding team to then a competitive, you know, playoff contending team. And I think that what would be great is that if we are able to get into the playoffs this year, or at least make a run in it, I think that will be a really, really good step moving forward. Now, one of the things that I've seen on your page of the last couple of weeks is your particular excitement with Ryan Graves possibly playing on the same line or same pairing as Dougie Hamilton. Can you talk to us a little bit about what Ryan Graves can bring to the table and why it could be such a perfect fit with him alongside Dougie Hamilton? 
so for me, the biggest, the biggest comparison there, and like I just alluded to a little bit ago, is Kale McCarr. Ryan Graves and Kale McCarr, um, going back to the analytics, and I don't have those numbers in front of me, but the analytics with Kale McCarr and Ryan Graves together were better than McCarr with any of the other defensemen and Graves with any of the other defensemen. Now, over the last two years, I think they went back. Mm. So that being said, you put him with Dougie Hamilton, and you almost had that same mixture again. Um, and not to step on toes for Graves and, and Hamilton to be the new reason in New Jersey to come in and be the top pairing defenseman over who they have now, especially like somebody like Ty Smith, yeah, who seems to be maybe like a, a Teos or a Gerard kind of player from what I've, what I've been hearing. Yeah. Um, I hope that that's the pairing because if they're going to work as well as Kale McCarr did and, and, Ryan Graves, then that plus minus will be a crazy, will be a decent plus. Um, of course, Ryan Graves led the league with plus 40 a couple of years ago in 2019 20. Yep. And last year he was plus 15. Um, uh, going back to the block, uh, to the, the, the stats and everything, like Ryan Graves, he's been leading the teams in blocks that he's played with. Um, last year, over the course of the year, Patrick Nemeth actually had more. Mm over the course of the year, but I think most of those came with whoever he came from. And I can't remember that team. Right. But Ryan Graves led the team the last two years in blocks. And last year he had 91. And yeah. I did some figures and um, it's not a hundred percent accurate, but judging by the players they had last year, the, the devils had 781 hits. Okay. They had 523 blocks. Um, if you take, the three players that I looked on the roster that I could see that have gone and you add Graves, Hamilton, Tatar, and Jaros to those, to those numbers, yeah. you add 11 extra hits. Mm. That's including what came off the roster with right. Bastion losing the 136 that he gave to the team. You still gain 11 hits and you gain 145 blocks for the I will, team. I will gladly take you, the 145 extra blocks. Uh, yeah, for sure. That's that's a big thing, especially on the penalty kill, which is where yeah. Graves is. Is that's where he shines. Mm. Um, the penalty kill. Yeah, that's where he played. He was always on the top penalty kill line, and he he did well on the penalty kill. There was one ten minute, I think it was a ten minute misconduct. Mm. Or a, it was a crazy long penalty kill that they had, and they let in one goal, and he blocked. I think two maybe even three shots in that one penalty kill because it was so long okay. and they, they were just insane on that penalty kill. And Graves is the leader of that. I mean, you're bringing that into the picture and yeah. you guys had the worst penalty kill or one of the worst penalty kills in the league <laughs> last year. I mean, that Not alone can league. bring that up. Not just in the league. We had one time had one of the worst penalty kills statistically in the last 50 years. I mean, wow. that's how bad our penalty kill was for the majority of last season. I just, I know we don't want to talk, we don't like talking about it, but it's just something that had to be mentioned. Wow. Okay. So as you can see, even adding Ryan Graves has already been a massive improvement from what we, what we had last year. And, and that's the big thing. That's, you know, him adding Ryan Graves and obviously also Dougie Hamilton, along with the defenseman that we already have. And even some of the guys in our system it's just a massive upgrade than what we had before. 
Exactly. And with the Hughes coming in, you have another offensive defenseman who I think they say is still good on the defensive side as well. He's from what, from what we've heard is that he needs to work on his defensive game. He's better on the offensive side. Um, But you know, he's 17 years of age. He was the youngest player in the draft and he's going to be going to Michigan for the next at least two years. So, I mean, I I told devil's fans when we drafted him, look, he's not coming here right away. He's going to need time to go get it done somewhere else and then slowly work his way up. And I, and the hope is, is that, you know, Luke Hughes is somebody that comes along and is like the last piece that we need when we're competing for a Stanley cup in the next, you know, couple of years. So that's kind of the hope um, moving forward, which, which I really like. Now, one of the things that I also wanted to talk about Alan with you is that you're also uh, a graphic designer for belly up sports, which I know very well. A lot of people in the community know, uh, very, very well. And I've seen some of the things that you've done, uh, including uh, something that, well, you've tagged me on a couple of things, which I absolutely love. Uh, one of them is the uh, movie uh, poster. Can you talk to us a little bit about the upcoming movie that's coming out uh, involving <laughs> Dougie Hamilton and also uh, Ryan Graves? <laughs> well, it's mostly about promoting that hopeful line yeah. so i kind of i like to create hashtags and i mean they don't go anywhere but that's all right it's just the fun of doing it so oh, i'm definitely I gonna create this when i promote this episode no doubt i'm using <laughs> this i like to create the created the it's the movie called the hashtag gravelton line so like it graves and then hamilton together and the first movie poster the the quote was kind of the name is as rough as it sounds i mean gravel is rough if you fall on it right so <laughs> if you have Ryan Graves and then uh, Dougie Hamilton coming at you. Oh, you yeah. got the score and you got the blocks and the hits coming. You, yeah, they're right. they're they're going to be pretty pretty hard against the teams that they're going to play against. They're not going to be the the top lines aren't going to want to face them because they're going to shut you down pretty good or they're going to overstep you and mow you down, score a goal on you. Um, oh, yeah. That's kind of the the thing, and that's why I'm hoping they're paired together. And it's it's just another way of promoting that line in hopes that they actually do it and the second movie post was more of like it just took some of the quotes and that that you guys had put out um that kind of made more hype about the line yeah just just for fun of it it's all for fun right i mean yeah i just like making content and actually i don't do a whole lot for belly up but they're they're willing to let me use their 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 symbols to use their logos to kind of promote the the belly up um, website and the belly yeah. up socials. So it, it's a win-win again. It's a win-win. Yeah. I'm promoting them. They're letting me use their name. So it, it, it's just, you know, it's all about helping each other out. And I absolutely but love gra- it. Uh, I, I absolutely love this, this movie poster. Um, again, you could go to uh, Ryan Graves fan page on Twitter or his Instagram to check this out. It's absolutely Phenomenal. Um, Devil State of Mind. Uh, we wrote the script for this movie. Uh, just uh, wanted to toot my own horn there. The thing that I love the most that makes me <laughs> laugh is the executive producer of this film is the Carolina Hurricanes. I actually love that. Yeah. That's great. Ah, you got, well, you, well, got, you got Adidas, yeah. Pucks and Pitchforks, great guys. Um, you know, the Prudential Center, the Avs, uh, which is great. I mean, this is... This whole thing is phenomenal. And I remember I tweeted, I um, I quote tweeted this and I said, you know, make sure you get your tickets for the hottest movie of the year. Because this, because if this line, if this pairing actually happens, it's going to be uh, the biggest uh, 
the biggest blockbuster uh, of the entire 2021-22 season. Well, that being said, I mean, well, um, this this movie poster aside, I, I think the Devils, I think they made the best moves to, to improve and are the most improved team over the summer in the whole league, not yeah. just the Metropolitan. I mean, you might take Chicago. Chicago might be the, the, the tied or right around them, but any other team, most of the other teams went downward and New Jersey, New Jersey went upward by far. Yeah. And I mean, you look at, you look at the devils, you look at, and I talked about, I've talked about it several times. Fitzgerald had a checklist that he wanted to fill out, you know, get a solid one B goaltender for Blackwood. He got that in Jonathan Bernier. The second one, uh, find a top, you know, franchise defenseman. He found that Dougie Hamilton. Get a top six score. He got that. Tomas Tatar. And like I said, also, anything he does at this point, moving forward from now until the beginning of the season, is gravy. So, you know, do we keep hearing maybe Tarasenko, maybe not? Who knows? I mean, if we get him, great. If we don't, it's not a big deal because honestly, you know, we're in good position anyway. And even if, and look, would he be great if he came here at 50% or even 75? Yeah but I'm not willing to give up anything significant to bring him here. Um, but I will no, be ecstatic. He's too injury prone. Well, that's the thing. He's too injury prone. Games, yep. 34 games the yep. last two years is not going to be something that uh, makes you a very attractive uh, commodity. So that, that's something that will remain to be seen. Now, um, my last question to you, Alan, is this. And again, thank you so much for taking some time to do this, man. We, we, we really do appreciate it. When you look at, when you look at this team as a whole, you look at this team as a whole, if you, you know, you're speaking, you're obviously speaking to a lot of Devils fans. We have a lot of Devils fans that listen to this podcast. When you look at this team, what is the one thing you would want to tell Devils fans to really get them fired up for the season? Because we're about a month and change away from the start of training camp. What would be something that's going to get these, this fan base fired up for the upcoming 21-22 season? Man, I don't know. That, that's <laughs> That's tough because I don't have a whole lot of history, right? So... Um, I would just say keep an eye on on number thirty three. I mean, like I said, his God, blocks thirty three. It's so weird. Yeah, yeah, it's it a weird number. He could have taken he could have taken like six, and he chose thirty three. Which I, don't I, really... I was hoping I was hoping he was going to do the Adam Graves thing and uh, kind of have another jab at the New York Rangers. Like his first goal ever in the NHL was against the Rangers. I'm kind of mm. that's that's another thing. Watch watch the. He plays good against the Rangers. Watch those games, and there's going to be a bunch. So, well, we're going to play a just, lot. We're uh, going to play them a lot this year. So, I'm yeah, hoping that yeah. every time we play them, he's uh, he's locked and ready to go. No, I would I would just say take all the new acquisitions and just get behind them. And you guys are going to go places this year. This is going to the new acquisitions. If everybody right. can stay injury free or relatively that, this this team is going to. Rise from the ashes compared to, or rise out of hell, I guess. Rise out of hell, the yeah. devils, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I mean, well, I, I guess if you want to use the correct terms, we're fall, we're trying to fall from heaven and go back to hell, and uh, and reign supreme <laughs> over the NHL. But, but, um, but yeah, no. Look, Devils fans. Look, I, again, we, we've been down this road before. Where we've had a lot of really, you know, optimism and excitement. But I really think that this is more legit than in years past. This team is in the right direction. We have the right man at the helm. We are slowly progressing to becoming a really good team. And this year is going to be a major year with all the new acquisitions. Now, 
Before I let you go, Alan, as I do with all my guests, let the wonderful people listening to this episode know where they can find you on all social media platforms. All right. So uh, Ryan Gray's fan page on Facebook, um, Ryan Gray's fan page, all lowercase on Instagram and at fan page Graves on Twitter. Those are the handles. You can find the Ryan Gray's fan page. Um, I'm Lil Fireboy, L-I-L-F-I-R-E-B-O-Y-8-7 on Instagram and Twitter and just Alan Cosman on Facebook. Awesome, man. Well, well, Alan, thank you so much for coming on today and speaking with us. We really do appreciate it. We're definitely going to have you back on, especially when Ryan Graves starts doing a lot of really good damage for the red and black this upcoming season. But Alan, <laughs> thank you so much today, man. We really do appreciate it. Thanks for having me.